I mean, it's a pride of ownership business, right? I mean, it feels good to say, hey, I own a company that give massages. I'll give you a free massage, my friend or my relative or my whoever. Like, that's just a cool, fun kind of pride, proud thing to be a part of. Whereas, again, can't say that for every business out there. Welcome to Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Fran Coach's Franchising 101 series. I'm Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach, and your Franchising 101 host. Today, we are excited to bring you the December edition of our Franchisor Spotlight. In the Franchisor Spotlight, we feature one of our franchise partners, and we're going to spend the next 30 minutes or so getting a chance to take a deep dive into what they are all about. Uh, to give you a little teaser on the franchise we are featuring this month, um, it has become um, an absolute hot destination that uh, is able to connect with a largely untapped generation, the Gen Zs and the Millennials. Um, I am going to pretend like I am part of one of those two today, but even though I am not. Uh, but the franchise also offers a ton of other amazing things, an unparalleled customer experience, multiple revenue streams that lead to long-term loyal customers, um, a skilled and passionate staff, employees that actually want to work for you, which is a great thing this time. A small retail location footprint uh, makes it easy for the build-outs, uh, helping to create higher net profits and something that can be run as either a semi-absentee or full-time owner. Uh, so those are just a few of the amazing things about this. But before we tell you that story, we have to, as always, tell you this story. Um, who is Fran Coach? Well, we're a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. So that's a bit about us. Now let's get to why we're here and our guest today, which is Miss Jen Olson, who is the Vice President of Franchise Development for our Spotlighted Franchise, which is the Now Massage. Jen, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me. So excited to be with you. We are. Uh, we're looking forward to. I hope you are are ready. You're on the you're you're on the proverbial hot seat today. So um, I love it. The, Bring the, it the on. Goal, the goal will make you laugh, make you cry, um, all sorts of fun things today. So um, tons of things to talk about, obviously, now and all the reasons why it's a great franchise to own. Um, but first, maybe let's, let's, let's always take kind of start at the start of the beginning, like from a consumer perspective. Um, yes, we have the name Massage. We can kind of gather at least a little bit um, what the business does, but there are some pretty cool differentiators for the consumer. Um, so maybe give us a little taste of of now and kind of the story behind it, if you don't mind. Sure, I'd love to. Well, the now massage is a very different approach to what has always been um, an industry of, of need and demand out there today from consumers looking for ways to escape and relax. But um, when we looked at the the market, the landscape, if you will, within the massage industry, there's really you know two far extremes that exist out there for a consumer to choose from today. 
So one end, I call it the discount options. These are the mom and pop type places. These are the shopping center chains and brands that are in the franchise world and have been out there for some time. Massage Envy, Elements, Hand and Stone, just to name a few, but they're all kind of copycats more or less. They all look the same, do the same. Uh, in, in our opinion, leave a lot to be desired that the quality can be questionable from one to the next with these places. The look and the feel is much more clinical and sterile with their decor and pricing can be real spread too. You know, they like to lure you in with the, the low price at these chains that get you in the door, but then you come back for massage two or three and that jump um, price jumps up pretty dramatically. So that, that's kind of one end of the spectrum for consumer to choose from to get a massage. The second option or other end of the spectrum would be more of the higher end luxury spa resorts of the world, like the Berks, the Four Seasons, et cetera. And these places carry a high end price tag with those services, of course, and then really requires the consumer to spend like a half a day or even a full day there to go through all of what they do and how they do it. And you can still leave these places sometimes and feel like, yeah, wasn't even that great or that special. And yet I spent that much money and time. And of course, that's frustrating when that happens. So uh, we just saw a big void, a big hole in the market between these two ends of the spectrum. And we wanted to come in and create what we call an affordable luxury category with the now. And to us, that means we want to provide a high-end look-feel experience like you are at a five-star resort and Tulum or Cabo or somewhere tropical and beachy, but then marry that with the very low affordable price structure so that our customers can come see us on this repeat and sustainable basis and not have it break their bank account to do that. Um, And so that's really how we've entered the market in terms of being able to kind of marry the best of both worlds, a better look, feel, the better price. Um, And if you go to any of our Uh, social pages or website, you'll get a real clear feel for our aesthetic. You walk in the front door of the now and you feel as if you've been instantly teleported back to some tropical resort, Tulum or Cabo or somewhere that we all wish we were right now, I'm sure. Um, And so it's really created just a huge um, draw from a, a different consumer pace that we find are looking for more of the experiential, more of the lifestyle aspect um, very, very much Instagrammable and content driven where they can come in, take selfies and pictures throughout the boutique, post them on their feeds and all that fun stuff. So we do draw a lot of millennial and Gen Z demographics, which um, today I don't think go to those other types of places that we talked about from the consumer options. They really didn't identify or um, you know want to go to those kinds of places. So this has been a huge advantage for the now to come in and accelerate our growth to be able to capture that untapped audience. The and for anybody that's listening to this when it list becomes a podcast and you obviously can't see this, um, we'll have all the stuff at the end. But the, just if you go and you look at anything online on the social feeds um, or looking at the the slides we have up right now for the webinar, like it just, lo- I don't know how to better say it. It looks cool. And you're like, when you, you were talking about those places, my first thought is like, oh, that's like South Pacific. That's like, I'm in Tahiti or Bali and please take me there now. Right. So it, which is totally different than any of the other things in the, in the space. So just from that, um, consumer experience, which is why you guys have such a high kind of retention rate and not focused on the the bait and switch that some of those others doing, because you're just, you're providing a, an amazing experience for your customers 
which is then going to bring them back and probably bring bring a bring a friend, tell a friend something along the way for this, um, which is again really helping drive that drive, re, repeat customer for you guys. Would that be accurate? Yeah, exactly. Again, you, you come in the front door, you can envision this or look at the pictures online and, and kind of see yourself. But coming in, you, you see the exposed ceilings, the whitewash walls, the pendant lights, the succulent decor. It's very minimalistic, chic, as I as I like to call it. Um, and then you'll smell our coconut jasmine scent, which is our proprietary scent in the boutiques. You hear the ocean waves that are playing over the, the sound system. You're not going to come in and listen to the boring spa music that you hear at the other places. Um, and then the rooms themselves where the services are actually given, we call that our dirty room. And we wanted to recreate like a, like a bungalow or a cabana type feel like you're at the beach getting this massage. And so by choice, the rooms for the services we didn't use any drywall like the traditional places do. We did it all with a heavy canvas drape and a wood beam system, uh, which again is super stunning. Just just visually is is so beautiful and impressive and engaging. Um, so it just clearly gives a result of, of looking much better, feeling much better. And then the other nice advantage with this too is that it draw, drove down the cost to get these built and operating from an ownership perspective, because we don't have all of the, you know, expensive moving parts that would otherwise be seen in the other massage models out there that would require that type of a, an expense outlay. Right. And, and nothing, you know, if, let's not say anything bad about the other ones, especially since a couple of those are technically our franchise partners, but it's just a totally different experience. And whether it's the, the pictures we have up on the screen now or, I'm guessing most people have probably been to somewhere else. It's almost clinical. Like you're in a, like a doctor's office mm-hmm. room with those others. And oh my gosh, with, with the now it is not at all that. Um, so super, super cool with that. I got to, I got to flip slides. Cause that keeps making me think of um, wanting to be in one of those tropical locations. Right. <laughs> and then yeah. the, this, this slide is the one that makes me, makes me sad because the talking about the age demographic um, and the doom and gloom of kind of where where everybody else is going, and for the now that that youth boom, and this is a generation, really a couple of them that kind of get ignored, um, or which is crazy because I think the millennials, for as much as crap as they get, they um, they have changed how we exist and how. Um, how we buy and how businesses need to be ready to deliver good services, products, whatever, whatever it is. Um, and you guys are really kind of the one that have kind of tapped into that with this whole, whole new concept for that, which is, which is really cool because again, like, as you mentioned, the other ones there, it's more, more clinical, more doctor's office type of thing. Whereas this is a, is a, is a unique experience giving, giving the customers really what they want. So, um, and not that somebody, you know, I, I'm guessing you guys wouldn't kick me out even I'm in that. <laughs> oh, geez. Late, late, gen, late gen X category, right. I'm guessing you'd still let me come there and take my money, but this really is uh, tapping into the group that's kind of got gotten ignored in this category. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We we are massages for all. I mean, that's literally one of our taglines. So we we just by osmosis are getting all ages of folks that come into the now boutiques. But the the bump or the add-on, if you will, is that millennial Gen Z, which like we said prior to this really didn't 
have a home. And, and also I think millennial Gen Z's, as you were saying, they're very, you know, self-care obsessed, right? It's about what can I do to look good and feel good about myself, whether it's the smoothies or the boutique coffee shops or the boutique fitness or the massage, right? That's part of it. That's part of their lifestyle and mindset that they have. So for them, they view massage as this like necessity and, and have to do type of thing. Whereas the older generations, and I'm there too, I'm a Gen Xer, but you know, my, my bringing up was more of like, massage is a luxury. It's a treat yourself, do it every now and then. And that's just not how it's done for them anymore in those generations. So it's just it's shifted over the, the years for sure. It, it's all about the lifestyle, right? And uh, the whatever, whatever that is, but in the most part, it's more of a, a healthier uh, lifestyle and and the wellness side. And, and just uh, quite honestly, and I'm sure you guys are too, but we're seeing so many more of our clients that are in that 25 to 40 year olds category. We, we literally have somebody right now we're working with is 21. And because I just think, I, I think the, that under, under 40 group has learned very quickly to find ways to control their lifestyle and make it better. And that's something that they're definitely able to do with the now. So, um, so that's all super cool. So let's talk a little bit about the, about the owner um, and some of the things that maybe you're looking for as an, as an owner, kind of what they're, what they're doing and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you can have, this is something somebody could definitely be a semi-absentee. They could jump into this full time as, as well. Um, talk a little bit about kind of some of those things you're looking for, for, from your owner. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our co-founders that began this business six, seven years ago, their names are Gara and Jason Post. They own Post Investment Group, which is a private equity investment company that has about $6 billion in assets. They employ about 600 people and they do over 200 million a year in revenue. So they're, they're serial, serial entrepreneurs and the now was their, I believe, fifth business that they started. Um, and this one was, was really born out of passion and interest for them. They built it from the ground up and never worked a full day in the business, meaning that they hired a manager from day one to run the insides of the boutiques as well as, of course, the other positions, the massage therapists and the experience guides, which are the front desk people who are there to help guide the experience of the guests. And so you, you bring your team in as the owner, you empower them through your, your leadership, create that, that culture, but give them the opportunity to then deliver that four-wall experience to the guests every day so that as the owners, they're going to be more behind the scenes, helping, again, create that framework and culture around everything to help keep the train on the track. Um, so they're, they're primarily charged with that. That's really probably the most important thing that we want to find in a franchise partner for the now is just that people orientation and ability to cultivate relationship and build teams, et cetera, you know, it com comes behind that. Um, but beyond that, their other main roles are going to be, um, you know, just the community involvement. Our business is very community driven, really become part of the, the ethos and the fabric of the communities that we're in building that customer base. So, um, helping to give back and work more into the community involvement aspect as the business grows. And then, of course, working on the, the financial and the um, metric side of the business is important too. And that's stuff that we help train and support on as a franchisor in those regards. But um, those are the main activities that our franchisees are charged with. And none of the things that you mentioned uh, include giving massages, right? So your owners are <laughs> right. not, they're, they're not, they're not doing that. Um, but talk about the, you mentioned, but they are building a team. 
Um, what what does that look like for 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 an owner? What kind of roles are they hiring for um, at the beginning, especially? Sure. So day one, they're going to have one full time manager. They'll have their massage therapist. So they'll start with a handful of those. And then as the demand grows for the services, then they'll add in as they need to. And then they'll start out with a handful of the experience guides as well, which are the front desk individuals helping check in and out the customers and make sure they have what they need, sell the product, the memberships, et cetera. So um, so it's a small staff to start, uh, even over time. And as they grow and again, the business grows, we're not talking about huge numbers of employees, but that's why it's again, so important to have some at least experience or background from our franchisees in that regard. So that this is something that they can step easily into as a strength or an attribute of theirs from their past. And when you talk about, I think so much now is, you know, oh my gosh, the labor you know, the labor of this, the labor of that. And how much of that is real and how much of that is not? That's not for right now, right? But I think one of the, the true advantages for for something like the now is that the majority of your staff are skilled, passionate, they're trained. Your, your massage therapists have chosen this as a path, right? So you're not, you're not going to deal with, you know, nonstop turnover of, you know, the sandwich place or the burger place, whatever that you're, that you're going to have to deal with. Um, there might always be a labor issue. If you're, I always tell people, if you're thinking you're going to go into business ownership and never, ever have a labor issue, then you need to keep your job because that's, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Right. But with this, the, the bulk of it, your customer facing folks are skilled, trained, passionate about doing this. Right. Um, and then there was, um, I saw a couple of things, and, and if you want to talk about this a little bit too, is that customer experience, how different it is for the now, that translates over to your massage therapist as well, right? That they've had an even better experience working here than other places as well, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. The things that make the now very unique and sticky, if you will, for the customers, it's also those same things that translates and makes it very unique and sticky for the staff. I mean, think about it. If you were a massage therapist who tend to be very uh, artistic in nature, they're they're people oriented themselves, they want to help people and heal people through their work and you know, makes them feel good and, and all these kinds of things. So if you have that kind of a makeup and, and desire as a massage therapist, are you going to want, or are you going to feel more drawn and inspired to go work at that clinical kind of blah, boring, sterile type place to do your work and profession? Or are you going to be more inspired to come into a place like the now beautiful, warm, engaging, hip, trendy, et cetera, all the things that we talked about. Um, and so that, that's a huge differentiator for us, for sure. That really allows us to not only attract, but retain our, um, our staffing in the business as well. Cause it's not all, it's not all money driven, right? The, you know, the, the, the whole thing with the, the minimum wage going up, what had gone up since, I don't know, forever ago. Right. So which, which needed to happen, but it's, I think most people, what's the old phrase right? People don't leave jobs, they leave their boss. Right. So as a, as an owner, if you are taking good care of them, treating them well, giving them a good environment, and especially for massage therapists, this is what they want to do. They could do this anywhere. Why, why come to you? And it may, you know, maybe money, but you've got some things in there, even just like, you know, employee referral bonuses or recruitment bonuses. Um, 
the better experience your customers are going to have, the better they're going to tip. Thing, things like that um, really do help a ton when you're looking at those type of uh, those type of retention things for your staff, right? So I think that's that that's all encompassing to keep. Uh, for for those owners, keeping a long term staff is going to be huge. So that's that's very cool. What what are some other things I think maybe when you think of just maybe some differentiators, whether for for an owner, whether it's something that um, the franchisor is going to do from a marketing perspective, um, the the customer component, the staff component. Um, what what else are we missing? Maybe from a differentiator standpoint for for an owner. Well, one one I would point out is the strong social and digital presence we have behind the now. So again, if anyone can go to our Instagram page, you'll see we've got about 52,000 followers and counting growing every day, literally that goes on. Um, But that started with our four corporate locations in LA. They're about six years of age now. And then of course, we're adding franchise locations behind that within the last year, of course, within within the growth. But um, if you went out and compared that follower count on Instagram to any other massage franchise brand, you, you would see maybe half that many followers, if, if that, maybe less than a lot of the franchise brands um, and their Instagram and social pages and stuff. So to me, really just signifies how our customers identify with us. They, they really see the experiential, the lifestyle aspect that we bring that's, again, very unique into the marketplace um, and we, we see them become these brand ambassadors. Like I was saying early on, you know, you, you see typically within the first seconds of somebody coming into the now boutique is that the customer is almost immediately taking out their cell phones and snapping those pictures and, and selfies throughout the boutique because it's just so different and unique and beautiful. And then right after that, they're hopping onto their social pages and text threads and such and posting these images out and saying, oh my gosh, look how amazing, look how fun this and cool this place is. And, and you just don't see people doing that in the other places that we talked about earlier. They, they don't take those selfies and snap them and put them on their, their social feed and say, Ooh, look where I'm at, guys, right? It's just don't. It's on, so, it's on their MySpace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's a big driver. It's a big momentum driver behind the brand. Um, and, and certainly, again, something that you don't see within the competitor space. Right. And and just, just so you know, you're up to 57,000 and one because I just, oh, I just followed. So um, which, <laughs> which really will make a huge difference was as I'm a, a, an enormous Instagram influencer. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. So, oh, um, yeah, the, no, nobody does. So, um, <laughs> so um, all, all cool things. And so I want to hit just kind of briefly, let you kind of run with this because um, this all sounds uh, like amazing. Um, certainly from a consumer standpoint, um, all the different advantages of being able to be an owner um, for the now, but there's this whole thing called money that come comes into this for um, what it costs, what 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 kind of revenue type things look like. Um, I'm going to open this up to you, but I always want to give a disclaimer. Anytime um, we have a franchisor on and we talk something financially, um, this is straight from the franchise disclosure document, which will help our clients navigate once they get to that point with the franchisor, but um, maybe give us a, give, give us a peek um, financially at the now. Sure. No problem. Well, in terms of the qualifications that we're looking for just for ownership here, we do want someone that has at least a net worth of 650,000 along with minimum liquidity levels of 150,000. 
Um, the reality is our owners with us today, they, they have generally probably much higher than that, but those are the minimum levels that we're seeking today for ownership. Um, and the investment range, it's going to vary a little bit to a quarter space in the market and where within the market one boutique might get placed. But our FDD item seven shows an investment range on the low end of 414 to the high end of 692. So if you put an average behind that, I would say most markets, you can look at something between like a five to 550 all on investment, which is literally turnkey. And it's buying your ownership, it's getting built out, it's working capital, supplies, et cetera, to get you going and rolling in the business. Um, now, as far as performance, that's something we can definitely spend time with, you know, candidates on and digging into a lot of the, the detail and meeting that, of course. But in our item 19, the last annualized data that we have available um, is from 2019, because since COVID hit, there was some closure periods where our corporate stores in LA are. So not any annualized data there to show, but prior to that, again, in 2019, our AUVs were running at about 2.2 to 2.4 per location, which is probably two to four times higher um, than the other franchise brand AUVs out there that we know and hear about. So really strong uh, performance, real strong unit economics. Um, again, something that we can certainly dive deeper into with folks that are interested. Absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and the... 2020 wasn't, especially in Southern California, wasn't the best year ever for any any type of retail thing, right? But um, I know you you guys in bounce bounce back and are rolling along and growing like crazy. You've got new locations going up all over the place, but still tons of availability for folks pretty much anywhere in the country that would be interested. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, just crossed our two-year mark of when we had started franchising the now. And so we are now at 100 locations that have been awarded to new franchise owners that are in the process of getting opened throughout the U.S. So we are super duper pumped uh, to see people from literally coast to coast and everywhere in between embracing our brand um, but yeah, due, due to COVID, there were some delays to getting those first franchise boutiques opened. That started happening late in 2020, though. And then as of today, I believe we're now at 16 or 17 franchise locations that have been opened. Every month, there's more being opened. Um, plus, the four corporate stores have reopened um, in LA back earlier this year. I think it was March or April. We were allowed to reopen. Uh, like you said, it was very, very strict in Southern California throughout COVID, but um, really very, very good results. I mean, we can't keep up with the demand. I think people somewhat thought that coming out of the COVID and pandemic that, ooh, do people want to get touched and massaged and this personal service kind of stuff done anymore? And the answer is absolutely yes. People are, are craving it more than ever. People are you know, looking for ways to escape and, and relax. It's something people are just you know pent up literally from. <laughs> Uh, with COVID looking to do. And we, we've had customers coming in that just are crying, like literally in tears. Just, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. So happy to be here. Um, and so as a whole, again, with our locations, we, we just really can't keep up on the demand side, which is a good problem to have. It's a great problem to have. And just, and for those that don't know that that, that hundred unit mark in franchising is kind of a, that's, that's a, that's a huge milestone to be able to get to. And that you guys have gotten there so fast with basically a pandemic, right? That is that that was was not particularly good for this industry last year, is is really amazing and shows 
like I think shows shows the need for this and the demand uh, for all the things that you're hitting that just aren't out there. So that is fantastic. So congratulations to you guys for for that. That's amazing. And thank, I really appreciate all of your time. I don't want to be respectful of it. So I promise I'll only ask you one more question. But um, what's, what else would you want us to know uh, about the now that we haven't already talked about? And have we, have we missed anything cool that we should, we should know about? Gosh, that's always a good stumper question. <laughs> what else, right? Um, Hmm. I can't think of anything. I mean, we really did do a good job to hit a lot of the key areas, Tim. So I think just again, from, from those folks listening today, you know, our owners here, they're very, you know, health wellness minded. They love, you know, self-care themselves and think that's important to them and want to look for ways to give back. I mean, it's a pride of ownership business, right? I mean, it feels good to say, Hey, I own a company that can give massages. I'll give you a free massage, my friend or my relative or my whoever, like that's just a cool, fun kind of pride, proud thing to be a part of. Whereas again, can't say that for every business out there. Like, Ooh, I own a um, a fitness business. Well, not everybody gets excited about fitness, fitness, especially at me. Like some days I'm like, Ooh, it's kind of tedious to <laughs> make myself to want to go do it versus going to do it. Right. And, and food businesses and whatever, it's just not that feel good and, and pride kind of feel. So I think that's a big piece that if you're looking for that, in addition to, you know, business, you can make, make good money and other things along the way, then definitely give us a shot and look at more into the opportunity. With, without question. No, I, I, lo- I love that. And, and I, um, I, I greatly appreciate, um, Jen, you, come, you coming on to talk. Uh, we've, been, we've been trying to get this scheduled for a while. So thank you so much for, for doing so. Yeah. Again, thanks for having me and really appreciate it. I hope everyone has a great holiday season. Absolutely. absolutely. And, and thanks for everyone else for, for joining us uh, for, for this month's webinar and talking about the Now Massage. And, and hopefully, as always, this will help enlighten those interested in franchise ownership to some of the amazing possibilities that are out there. Um, if you'd like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner, maybe the Now Massage, for for example, or any of the 500 plus brands we are partnered with, then let's schedule a brief introductory call. You can find us uh, at francoach.net or any social media sites. Um, maybe follow Francoach. We're not quite at the same level of the now. So help, help, help a brother out. Let's build that up a little bit. So, um, and then of course, for all of our podcast listeners out there, if you haven't yet, make sure you have subscribed to the Franchising 101 podcast wherever you listen to uh, your favorite podcast. Again, there's never any fee for our service. Um, so if you'd like to learn more, see if this is a path for you. We encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay safe and we look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.